Don't you dare make fun of me tonight. That is fucking bullying. No sledging. Uh, hang on. Nothing. Hang you can't on. do that. Hang on. First of all, when have I ever made fun of you or bullied you? When? If there's one bully out of the pair of us. Oh, fuck that. It that definitely is, ain't me. That is bullshit. You are the biggest uh, POS sometimes. Sorry, that's a bad insult. I shouldn't have called you that. That stands for piece of shit, so I'm sorry. Lucky I don't have... um, Maybe I am the bully. What do you reckon? I don't know, but this bloke bloke ringing me, I'm not answering that. Just hit record, mate. Come on. How's your timing? Who would have thought that... Most people don't look at their phones while recording, but you... You're front and centre. Have to be always contactable, Luke. Well, on on that issue of... uh, being being meanies, jeez, the fucking uh, some of the bullshit. Have, have I missed something? Of yeah. all the footage of Parker, I've clearly missed what he actually did. What Parker did? I saw him shrugging his shoulders a few times. He's saying to Dylan, "Shit, no. Ooh, a bit scared." Ooh. Scaredy cat, pratty cat, puss puss. But what did I miss? Or is that actually it? That's it. So all the pile on was because of that. Correct. Uh, it's truth. You mean the pile on for people going, well, that's not very nice to Parker. Parker. It's the way Caro was carrying on about it. Like, she wouldn't understand, like, mate. Same as that other fuckwit um, on the panel on Sunday. We'll get to Lloydie's comments because that's a different kettle of fish because you're, you're pro-pussy on that stuff. So, Okay. People realise what I mean by pro-pussy after we have our yeah. debate. But... Yeah. People like it, Caroline. This is the same bloke that just said that I'm the bully out of us two. Yeah, right. Hey, mate. Sometimes the sometimes the stronger lion has to prey on the weakling. Mate, to I'm, a, them up. I'm a Leo. Fuck with a Leo. Yeah, mate. The fact that you quoted a star sign <laughs> it just reiterates my fact. You fucking weirdo. Fucking star signs. Oh, oh shit. You seem to be telling me the Earth's flat and that COVID's fake and. Labor will be good as our government in a few days. <laughs> anyway, we don't talk politics on here. No politics or religion, so apolitical. Back to back to back Lucas. to the back to the uh, the question in hand. So, f- for Caro to come out there and say, "Oh, it's n- it looks bad," this and that, he shouldn't have done that. You would have no friggin' idea, love, because when you're out there playing, whether it be. Um, at a lower level, high level, any level of footy, you need to try and get into your opponent's heads. And that's exactly what Luke Parker was doing. And guess what? He did it brilliantly. Because I think Shield had did about he have a kick three posies after that. Because he would have been thinking... It, his reaction to what Parker did... There's more footage that came out this this week, obviously, with him like giggling. Obviously this week, because it was... I meant last couple of days. <laughs> so yeah, this is this bully bullshit. So I'm... Trying to, trying to have a bit of a rant and you just cut me down. <sighs> You're like Johnny Depp with Amber Heard. You just cut her down. Anyway, enough of well, that shit. Well, if I'm going to be Johnny Depp and you're going to be Amber Heard, I'd... Anyway, Amber. The <laughs> the thing with the, this stuff about them saying, oh, it's not a good look, I shouldn't have done that. No. It, it was a great look because we've been talking about it all week for starters. Secondly, he did what he was trying to do. Get into supposedly their best midfielder's head and put him off his game, and he put ha, him off his ha, game brilliantly. Ha, hang on, mate. When you're getting paid that much, you got to have you got to be you have to be a top three mid if you're getting that money. But brilliant, by Luke Parker, and as a coach, I'd be going. Longmire had to come out and say he supported him today. Behind closed doors, I'd be going to Parker. Hi, mate. You fucking were living in that head rent free, and you will be rent free until. You'll have it over him for his career now because he'll always be worrying about this shit. Definitely the next time uh, the Bombers play the Swannies. Well, their response needs to be this week. And there's there's, like the next time that Sydney play Essendon, though, it's going to be the first thing that comes up. The first time they walk into the middle for the day. But is it with this team? Oh, yeah, good point. I don't mean to shit on a side, but Matty Lloyd has uh, made so many points which I agree with, which you obviously. Daddy doesn't like the whole, nah, fly the flags, bullshit. It's not about flying hang the on, flags. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Hang, hang on what? I rang you the other night, or the other day, 
about the fly the flag bullshit. See, you call it bullshit, right? But there's a time to fly the flag. And I liked what Lloyd said. Oh, did you now? At that next ball up, when there was an opportunity to run through him, should have run through him. Fucking belt him. Yeah. Bury I've got, him. I've got no problem with that. Take his fucking head off. This this little, oh, oh, you hit my teammate or you insulted my teammate or insulted my teammate and a bit of jumper punching and that. But that's because that's all they can do. Yeah. But it's irrelevant. Either knock him out or fucking shut the fuck up. But you think can't. Well, stop with the fucking irrelevant jumper punch and flying the flag bullshit is my point. When the ball gets bounced next time, hurt him yeah, but in a tackle or whatever. You say the flying the flag. So if someone hits you and you go over there and you just, you just go, hey, mate, you just stand there, look at him and go, that's not on. Once this umpire gets his, gets his stuff into gear and gets ready for this ball up, I'm going to take you out. You're just going to stand there and not grab him and give him a little jumper punch and maybe a slight knee to the groin where the umpire doesn't see it. You're piss weak. Am I? Piss weak. Okay. Oh, sorry that I hurt your feelings. Oh, mate, we all know that you're a bully, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> but uh, from what Lloyd, he said, I don't know if another if other people did, but I the hair stood up on my back a bit and I got a... a Fair mongrel, and they said, Lordy, Lloydy, is this a line in the sand moment? And he did not hesitate and just said, Yes. And I was like, Whoa, whoa, Jesus. Can, can you see these Essendon blokes coming out and doing what they, they did, uh, or what Hawthorne did years ago uh, to Essendon and stood up? No, I don't think so, but no, no. they're incapable of it. Well, yeah, exactly. But at the time, who said Hawthorne's Hawthorne's team were capable of doing that? Richie Vanderberg should not have ever played again. That knee to the ribs. He he was dropping punches. There were some punches there that were not caught on camera. You could definitely see were connecting, but someone's flayed body was in the way, and the umpire the (laughs) flayed body. Someone was just flopping everywhere. But that um, and then. Uh, who's the pencil-headed dickhead? Barrett. Barrett there, the accountant, trying to tell Lord. Oh, oh, then it's premeditated. Goes, no, 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 no. You, you'll give away a free. So be it. Sometimes you have to fucking... Uh, are you going to give away a free to... or are you just going to let them run into the next ten goals? Under... Exactly. And Lord, I was brilliant. He's just like, no, nah, nah, could. T- you could tell watching that, the Matty Lloyd... Obviously, he likes likes him, but was so tempted to go. You would have no idea, dickhead. You, you, you're you're a little journo, you're a little squash player, Tommy Morris, if you want in the off season. But you'd have no idea about uh, how intimidating the game is and how you go right. We need to do something here. And then he he brought up Lordy, <laughs> Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. He said, "You never played again after you hit." hit uh, so he's like, "Yeah, so what?" He said. But we went on and we kicked 10 goals in a row and we won the game. He said whether that turned the game or not, I'm not saying it did, but quite clearly it did. Did he never play again after that? Nah, retired. Was that his last game? That was his last year. And whoever won that game was going to go into finals. And Lloydie went, well, I've got to do something here. And he says how he went to hit, uh, he was actually going to try and get Mitchell. But he said when Sawley came that out. W- Mitchell would have been a far better scout. <laughs> Because he was a dead set sniper and deserved everything he got. Especially a couple of years later, did the old jab jab signal to him. But Lloydy, when he came off the square, he did what players need to do for a side. Brisbane and Port Adelaide grand final when uh, Jonathan Brown. No, when Jonathan Brown at half time, he was like, "The Portmans are all over us." Josh Carr. Oh, I'm was, sick of that little bloke. I just looked at him and said, "I had to do something." He goes, and I knew I was going to get rubbed out and I knew I was going to get weeks, but he said I had to do something to, to get the boys going. And he went in there and the old one, two, how are you? Have you ever watched it in slow-mo uh, of Jonathan Brown landing? He's got that, you know, that scrunched face he used to make and he's holding him by the scruff of the neck. He just in slow-mo this uh, fucking taped-up hand coming and you're, you're watching in bated breath going, oh, where's it going? 
bang right on Josh Carr's kisser. And but that turned the game too. That turned that game. It turns fucking games. Did it and turn the game? Yeah. Oh. Did they win? No. <laughs> No, Brisbane had won three in a row yeah. against Essendon, Collingwood and Collingwood and then Port beat them. Well, so yeah, they just fucked up my story. But <laughs> it was good to watch. It's so good to watch that in slow-mo replay of him getting absolutely poleaxed. But Lloyd, Lloydie's back on. This Essendon side, um, in that last quarter against... Uh, who'd they come out of? St Kilda? No, Hawthorne. Who'd they beat? Last week. Oh, people have forgotten about it. That's St Kilda beat Geelong. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh. Um, when Essen came back in that last quarter, they oh, were yeah, playing yeah. with Hawthorne. That. Hawthorne, yeah. They were playing with a bit of bit of aggression. You, you saw Draper throwing blokes around, throwing his body on the ball. And you know what? You kicked that, what, seven or eight goals in a row in the last, or seven or eight goals in the last quarter to win because of aggression. Anyone that says that there's no aggression does nothing in footy is, is kidding themselves. There needs to be room for aggression. There needs to be a room for intimidation, just like Lordy said. I keep saying Lordy, Lloydie said. Lloydie. Because that, that's what we have. we play the most physical game on the planet, and anyone that says we don't is full of shit. And to not have any sort of aggression in it, it's it it's fucked. What did you make of the uh, Essendon captain's comments? Oh, I watched not just his comments. I watched the full interview on uh, on the couch. <laughs> You're right there. You're going to play it, or because you actually haven't got it hooked up to the Bluetooth that was just playing through your microphone. You've why. obviously got it there, but yeah. we, we won't. I don't know if I'm going to play it now because Danny's uh, Danny shat the bed on the tech side. So, <laughs> I, Danny, uh, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Have you watched the full interview? Yes. Ah. Oh. Or snippets? Snippets. So I watched the full thing. Yeah. And from the get-go, they asked a question and he was he was talking with a much louder voice. And I was like, he's a bit... I noticed that. Yeah, he's talking with this loud voice. And I don't know if it was meant to sound strong or whatever or, or leader, to sound more of a leader, but... He was almost. He kept saying the the spilling out the bullshit of, yeah, look, we we're in these ruts and we're going to stick together and climb out of it. And he could tell the panel was like, oh, mate, we're not. We like you too much to really murder you here, but you you really. Sure. And he even said it. I oh, know it sounds like we're repetitive, but we will stick together and we will come good. And it's like sticking together. If what you're doing is not right, actually, isn't, isn't going to make a difference. Talking about sticking together is bullshit. And to just and the thing I think he's talking about was there did, was players did, blowing on the field. Did Jonathan Brown when he uh, when he belted the piss out of Josh Carr in that grand final, which didn't lead to their victory, but uh, but did he talk about hey boys we need to stick together here, or did he just go out and and yeah, show no. him boys I'm going to try and do the do something to fire the rest of you up, and maybe maybe Dyson isn't. Maybe they're not a, a mongrelly tough side because maybe Dyson I'd isn't that type of person or player or whatever. Therefore, well, you saw how he handled um, BJ throwing the lollies across the room when BJ wasn't happy with her performances. He just picked him up. Hey, what did he do? Oh, he's just like, come on, mate. Is that necessary? Is that necessary? But you see, on the field, you had uh, Redmond and Shield. Now, the footage of that is damning. They're, they've got the behind-the-goals footage. And there's... Shield is pointing to Redmond saying, you need to take... Uh, who was it? Papley. Papley. And he's gone, no, no, you have to. I can't get to him because I'm going to man um, one of the other the defenders. So Papley's running and he's telling... And Shield's still saying, no, you got to go, you got to go. And instead of going... He doesn't follow him. He just goes ball hunting. Doesn't win the footy. Shield does. Yeah. Papley gets it down the other end. And Shield, uh, Mason, uh, as uh, Redmond's eventually coming in, and he's all, fuck, mate. Chase him. I can't be in I two spots at once. There. I'm here. You, if you were manning You're there. someone else up, fair enough. But you were fucking ball hunting. You were trying to read the play and, and get a stat. 
that's damning when you were paying that guy. Fuck, how much they paying him? Too much. Million a year? Couldn't be. Couldn't be that, could it? I think it's close to that. Sheesh. And look, I, I was a bit of a fan of Shield, but fuck, he's becoming untradeable almost with those types of trades. You either he either needs to do a three sixty on his type of footy, or he's going to find he'll end up being like one of those players who just plays out that contract, might open to free agency, go somewhere else, and just plods along. Because he, he, yeah, well, you can't have a player doing that. You can't have a player that doesn't run two ways in the midfield and getting paid that amount of money. Mm. Unfortunately, I can't disagree with what you're saying. Fucking hell, mate. Any chance? Oh, stop talking sense. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll talk some uh, I'll talk something, some Something that stuff. Uh, you should have started on. What? Uh, what? What? Gold Coast or...? No. What? Andrew Simons is what you should have started on. We could have finished with him and it would have been a big highlight because now we're going to go from talking about this to depressed now, trying to lift ourselves back up again and talk about uplifting things. It's another one. Huh? Another one gone. Another one gone and I tried to call you and tell you but I feared feared that you were dead on Sunday morning when you didn't. Didn't pick up the phone, your phone was flat and then... I had a few technical issues. Telstra, Telstra network had gone down. Oh, I think I think your inhibitions went down that night too. Were you, how drunk were you? I was pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll come back to it. Uh, but I, and even when you finally got your phone on 11.30 and I said to you, mate, I've been ringing you all morning to tell you about Andrew Simons died and you were like, what? What are the... I hate saying what are the odds because you don't want to bring odds into it, but two two guys out of the same World Cup side, the same era, um, just gone. You blink. Not to any other things. Than, I don't know if there's anything more going on with the Simons issue, but um, there seems to be... Seems to be everything Queensland Police have said so far. Is that it's unfortunately a terrible accident. Has he... Has he Take the corner too quick. It wasn't raining. Yeah. Stuff like that we haven't really been told about. When you normally something go, could have run across the road and his speed was a factor. His dodge it, but they've not said anything. So, um, but to have to have Warney and uh, and Roy go in six months, three months, three months. Warney on that long ago, yeah. It's just it's uh, as a as a cricket tragics that we are in summer. Um, it's to have two of your guys that you watch growing up go when you're not old yet. Mm-mm. Like if we were 50, 60 years old, we'd be like, oh yeah, well that's the time they're all starting to drop. But fuck, not it. Yeah. Both of them in their 40s. Oh, and no, warning, was 50, sorry. And uh, a pretty special career when oh. when was the limited overs, like, or the white ball yeah. specialist. But he was always, nah, I don't want to be known as this great white ball cricketer. I, I want to, that, that uh, century when he um, jumped into Hayter's arms, um, when he uh, Box, scored the Boxing century. Day against India? Uh, Sri Lanka. It actually might have been day one. Yeah, it was day and one. And we were on the right. Well, we were. The reason I remember, we were at the Alma for one of Simon's birthdays, Boxing Day shows. So we were watching. Um, Back, Simon's has got his ton. Um, something I learnt today, I didn't know about that. Obviously, he's a um, he was in uh, English, born to a um, West Indian West Indian father. Yep, um, and he came over here, but he was adopted here. Oh, I didn't know. That. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, and the other thing is, England selected him. Yeah. yeah. England A side while he was over here playing for Queensland Bulls. A long time before he was anywhere near getting an Aussie call up. Nineteen ninety five. Yeah, right. And he said, "I wouldn't have thought so." No, he said, "No, I'll, I'll, I'll." At the time, he said, "I'm going to stick it out with Queensland, Australia. I love Australia. This is my home." He said, "Finance, finance isn't an issue for me right now, so it's not that I'm going there for financial." This is a guy who played for Queensland Bulls at the time. Yeah. 
and was in and out of the Queensland Bulls side at the time. But he, he stuck true to what he wanted to do. Yeah. And they said to him in the interview... And was eligible for West Indies selection. Yeah, and they said to him, you turned it down, but what would have got you said yes. He said, if they said you can play test cricket, because that's what I want to be. I want to be a test yeah. cricketer. And when did he debut for Australia? Four? Hell of a long time after 95, that's for sure. A long time later, finally debuted and and got his test century. And, and yeah, it is sad. It's very sad from a a point of view of someone, like as anyone is, you're watching these guys growing up and they go, while you're still relatively young yourself, it's a bit bit daunting. And did you see, I didn't realise he had made up and become quite good friends. With uh, Habajan Singh. Yeah. He tweeted how devastated he was. He's, he's the bloke that I could ring at 3 o'clock in the morning if I needed to have a and chat. I needed to catch up. And yeah. He goes, we used to drink together, go out together, spend time with each other's families. And I was like, that's 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 something amazing. That oh, I don't know too many people would, who knew that. I didn't yeah. know that. And I didn't know until I saw it. And I think it was when he went to, um, <coughs> went to the IPL. But, but some, some of the memories... Uh, have you seen... Have you seen some of his uh, impersonations? Oh, yeah, the one of... Uh, Bumble. Bumble. Absolutely. Absolutely brilliant. bang on. And <laughs> before he says it, oh, it's like, I haven't been practising, so it's pretty ordinary. And he just goes... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bullshit, it's ordinary. It's <laughs> sensational. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, guys, look on... Um, it's on uh, the front... Uh, the back page. Yeah. That's what he was on. He did the interview. So Fox... Fox on Facebook will probably have it, but the... Yeah, some of the things he, he did, like uh, I remember uh, his him telling, remember him telling Mund one night at the TA that Mund had never played for Australia. Who's Mund? Chris. Well, I, I know who Mund is, but the listeners don't. Oh. Who's, Chris was a the bottle shop a, manager a, here at the Maid. But he he was a uh, a bar manager for you at the Torrens Arms at the yeah. height of the Australian. Yep. Aussies loved going to the TA at, at uh, on a Tuesday on a night. Tuesday when you've won in day, in four days. Yep. What happened? And, uh, well, it was closing time yeah. and Chris was just finishing up in the bar. He's like, yeah, I'll have another St Agnes and Coke, thanks. St Agnes? Yes, yes, I'm shocked, to, I'm shocked too that it wasn't a Bundy. Uh, and drink, he's, is that his drink, St Agnes and Coke? Well, that's what he was drinking all night that night. And uh, Chris has just gone, nah, nah sorry there, champion, um, we're all done. He's like, you're not serving me. You'll never play for Australia. <laughs> The best, probably, probably the best go I've ever heard. Like, and he of anyone saying to a barman who's <laughs> refusing your service, not because you were pissed, which you were. You would um, play for Australia. He was. He wasn't wrong. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm not sure that Chris tried to play for Australia, but and one of the, we could talk about all this cricketing stuff, which everyone knows about. But his fielding, some of the oh. fieldings there. There's one of him where. He, he, he grabs the ball. He's lying down still. He sits upright and pings it and runs... Absolute a dart. dart. And just runs him out and just stands up like, don't ever fucking try don't, and get past don't me. Take don't arm, take my arm on. Don't take my arm on. And if you can go back over just the fielding highlights... What about knackerbags that, that ran on at the Gabba last night wearing, uh, that night wearing the Hurley T-shirt that, that Simon's just gone... I'm putting my shoulder straight into your sternum. He wasn't wearing anything. He was naked. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. The next day when he rocked up to court, he had an early T-shirt on. What about in that, though? That, that's not the first time he's taken on a streaker. Have you seen the other footage of the Bulls game where the guy's running and he chases him and he's like, just, he, he gobbles up 20 metres in 0.2 of a second and then dives and grabs him by the shorts but they slip out his hand. It was about to absolutely bury the prick. And (laughs) so it's not the first time a streaker has tried to take him on. I've never heard. I'll find the footage and I'll put it up later. It's fucking great. But that shoulder charge on the unsuspecting guy. Just thought he was was loving life. And recently, it's not like it's the Channel 9 footage. People have put the old footage up. So you see this guy running. Uncensored wang floating around, <laughs> and Simon's has just absolutely laid him out. And he, he, he didn't know what hit him. It was a fucking solid hit, too. Oh. His whole body just turned midair, and he just walks and starts patting his bat on the ground again. Remember one day at Adelaide yeah. Oval, um, 
not even sure who was uh, who the batsman was at the time, but uh, Queensland were playing South Australia, and someone's tried to hit a uh, tried to hit a six on the members' side, like like they only had a hit at seventeen meters, and I've got out of my seat. I was sitting about three rows back in the members' terrace, and gone up to the fence, and I'm like. I'm in here. Look, I'm actually going to catch one at Adelaide Oval. This is sensational. Next thing, I get bumped <laughs> by Andrew Simons leaning over the fence <laughs> and took an absolute belter. I fucking get out my way. And I've kid. just gone, ah, fuck. <laughs> and he's yeah, gone, get out of the way. So, yeah, no, he's just gone, sorry, lad. <laughs> I had to get that one. <laughs> uh, it's, um, it's very sad to see the. See the footage of him with his kids out, like fishing, like just a normal dad stuff. Um, poor kids. Are and the story about his dogs. Oh yeah, that actually got me a bit, bit teary. That, well, that just means you're human. Yeah, well, if people don't know, obviously they when they the Ambos and the SES and that fireys got there and they were yeah, and now the the members of the public that were first there trying to get the body out of the car, the dogs wouldn't let them near him. Or oh, just. Just that they were carrying on when every time they touched him or yeah. something. And then when they got the body out of the car, they wouldn't they wouldn't leave his side. They were following him everywhere, and obviously very loyal dogs. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a shitty way to go out. Um, obviously uh, a car crash, and um, yeah, I, I was quite shocked. I was like, ah, Are we really doing this again? We only just got over Warney, yeah. and now we've got another one gone. So. Um, yeah, Andrew Simon's gone, but uh, your memory will live on, I can guarantee you, not just from cricket, but your comedy side and your larrikin side. It's, uh, he's one of those... Remember how we talk about with um, with footy players, like the last kind of character, that type of person? Yeah. Simon's is very much that last oh. character in cricket, really, like him yeah. and Warney. Yeah. Um, who in the Australian side? And very different like yeah. characters for different <clears throat> reasons, but... They just had that um, that uh, that group of them that came through, like Langer, Hayden, Simons, uh, all all thick as thieves, and all very much the same type of people. Fair list, just quietly. Oh mate, you look back at that side; it's it's incredible. Like, and you go, oh, it's like, ah, oh, they never lost. It's like, yeah, no fucking <laughs> wonder. <laughs> Australia A is like been a better fi- yeah, competition. You finally get a wicket and you go, ah, oh, we've got a wicket. You're you against these pricks. Ah, oh, shit, now that bloke's coming in. <laughs> Just got out. Hayden, who's in next? Ah, uh, Ponting. It was a phenomenal list, but yeah, it's. Uh, I was a bit sad Sunday morning and uh, hope we don't have to see any, any more legends of that Australian side go down because it'd be like the final destination movie. They're all probably looking at each other at a reunion going, Bucky. Who, who's next? Uh, which one's next? So, um, but I'll tell you what. The away from the death and stuff like that, we were talking about who was going to be first to go in a coaching sense. Leon Cameron. Man, we've uh, had our man. Leon Cameron said, "I'll do that for you." I don't think it was him stepping aside. I think it's a more of the fact they've said, oh, "Look, no. we're not renewing we're, your we're contract renewing next you. year." It's like, well, well, I'm not fucking staying on. I, I no worries. I understand, but. What's your what's your uh, thoughts on farewell games for coaches? Uh, you can go get fucked with a farewell game for a coach. Uh, well, I thought we were going to have an argument here. Obviously, we're not. Um, I just think like like I think fair enough. I've got no issue with GWS making a decision. And thing is, you don't really know the process and how they get to it. Hmm. I do believe Dave Matthews. When he says, you know, we've been in constant dialogue all year and we have a chat about it and... We've been in constant dialogue but we haven't been telling each other what's really fucking happening. Oh, yeah, but then when he (coughs) does... If that is the case and then when Dave Matthews does really tell him what's happening, then he makes that decision, but yeah. Has he got a band? The Dave Matthews band? Yeah. Yeah, different, different Dave Matthews, I think. Horrific joke. Um, oh, it's one of your better ones. Leon Cameron has um, uh, people go oh like old fucking Hutchie, love Hutchie, but he he had he had always had a sniper. Uh, uh, he always had a gun to Leon Cameron's head. Yep. Said if he 
He doesn't win a grand. If he doesn't win three or four grand finals, he won't fucking. He, he will be regarded as a terrible coach. Wasn't wasn't it? He was it Hutchie that came up with the keys to the Ferrari. Yeah. Yep. No, no, yep. Exactly. But, but you look at his record. They have played in finals. Is it five of the last six years? Mm. They've made two prelims, a grand final, and have played. Yeah, have played in five the last five straight finals. I think. Um. It's a pretty good record. Pretty good. For an expansion side, for a side that, yes, they got the G out with the draft and all that, but it's very... Yeah, but the other mob got the same G out. Yeah, they just did the wrong... They didn't do it right. But far out, I think he's done a fucking good job. Um, But the same with any coach at any organisation. At some point, whatever message you you bring it across, it's going to dry up. There will never be an era of the Kevin Sheedy... 30-year no. coach again. It's just, it's no just not going to happen. Um, and But to get to nine years and ten years um, without winning a flag, good on him. I think he'll eventually coach somewhere else. I think he's obviously good enough to coach elsewhere and I reckon that's why he's probably done the sums in his head. Well, like he, was, he was a bit unlucky making that grand final when he did <coughs> and getting absolutely pole-axed. Oh, can you imagine it was... Uh, um, who, who... It was GWS Richmond. Who did GWS beat? Bulldogs. No, Bulldogs beat GWS the year before to make their go. I don't know. Anyway, is that's the second. Yeah, Bulldogs the year they won, yeah. beat GWS in a prelim at GWS. Yeah. Well, there you go. And like they they beat some quality sides to get that GF. They just came across a, a red hot, red hot um, Richmond, and I think most sides would have been done their dash that day. Well, I, I I remember a side that's fairly close to my heart that that got schooled in the grand final when we played them in one. I I've deleted that day out of my brain. I don't even know what you're talking about. I've still got it saved on me Fox. Still <laughs> haven't rewatched it. But oh, you don't. Still there. You still got the 2017 grand final on yep. your IQ box. Yeah, and saved like so you don't accidentally delete it. What's wrong with you? Just love pain. <laughs> You're a dickhead. <laughs> uh, yeah, Leon Cameron. I, fuck, I thought he's done a good job. They haven't got the flags that they've. Set and out I reckon he's done a good job, but I also had Ray Thomas up. Yeah, well, if any so, any coach goes that long, at some point the players are going to go wrong. Have you got a thought on a replacement? Uh, they don't have to rush it. Definitely, that's why they. Put in when you're first, you yeah. When you're first, you got time to sit back. Yep. I don't think it's going to be Clarko. I don't think Clarko's coaching any of those two sides, Gold Coast or Greater Western Sydney. Yep, I'll come back to that. Um, but a coach in waiting. I mean, they're talking about you need to get an experienced what, coach. What so sort of yeah? There's, well, there's no ra- s- rather than the actual name of a coach, what sort of coach is it? A coach that's already coached? No, I don't no? believe so. I, can, I reckon they can. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, this whole thing about you need an experienced coach—it's—it's a—I st- believe it's a stupid talk in times because some of the good coaches around now—they weren't experienced when they got taken on. Clarko wasn't when Clark, he. Clarko wasn't. Clarko had struggled in his first year. They got belted from pillar to post at one point. Um, Simon wasn't a, a an experienced coach. Uh, Damien Hardwick wasn't an experienced coach. These guys who have. Coach, um, like yes, I had lots of football experience, but I, I still think it falls right back to when Brisbane brought in Lee Matthews, yep, and they went on to go premiership, 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 grand final, dynasty, oh. super club, and everyone's gone. Oh, you need an experienced coach. Yeah. Well, no, they at the time Brisbane needed that type of coach. Obviously, just a mm. old school mongrel. Tactical genius, all that type of stuff. Who says we need? Who says you need an experienced coach? Everyone, you just need the right man for the right job. Yeah. Like it, this, Ross Lyon. Every year, Ross Lyon. If Ross Lyon doesn't want to coach, if you have to beg a guy to coach, he ain't the fucking man. Yeah. He ain't the man. And they, that's the same. They got straight up. Got to yeah. want to do it. Got to want to do it. And and Bucks people, they're going. Like, oh, Bucks try, has ruled himself out. Try, Bucks doesn't want to coach. You try, don't need trying that. to talk a bloke in. To turning around the fortunes of your footy club? No. 
Like Buck says, um, it's the most stressful job in the world. <laughs> like, what, what, I don't want to throw myself back into that. If people don't, you can't have them as a coach then. Yep. But it's interesting the panel they've put there with McVeigh. McVeigh's obviously a, an up-and-coming coach. Yep. He's now got uh, one of the longest job interviews you can get. But statistically, the guys who do these caretaker roles... Don't get the job. You are fucking very small odds. Ne- ne- Neil Craig's one of the few that... Exactly. Uh, who was the other one? Teague. That worked out well. That worked out well. But what I'm saying with a caretaker coach, let's just say that they're, they're two and seven now, aren't they? Um, yes, they are. Okay. You're in a bit of a hole. Now, let's just say McVeigh, who's been a, on the assistant panel with Leon Cameron, hasn't agreed with a lot of what Leon was doing, has relationships with players, goes, right, Cameron's out. I think we changed A, B, F, D. We edit the game plan. We put these ones. And all of a sudden, they start stringing wins together. Yep. What happens to a t- caretaker coach that takes over this early in the year that gets him into finals and gets into a prelim? Something like that. You cannot not employ that guy next year, can you? It's, it's fucking hard to say, hey, mate, Brilliant year! Like, we love what you did. You had you, the, you, but we're going to go for this bloke, <laughs> and uh, but we'll keep you on as an assistant. Yeah, we'll keep your number handy. Like, we've got we've got your application in yeah, case no, it goes wrong. So and this is a huge opportunity for for McVeigh. Um, and with their two wins, like one of them was a few weeks ago here in Adelaide, belted Adelaide too. They were not even like embarrassed. Adelaide was shit, but the, also. GWS made them look shit because they were, yeah. they were just elite running that day yeah. and contested like ball uh, absolute bulls at the gate. Now why wasn't that happening all year? I don't know. Mm. Um, but fuck if 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 McVeigh with the, the help sorry Solomon the two thousand Essendon squad yep. that's coaching. Uh, you got Heard Solomon McVeigh. There could be another one in there we don't know of. But and has Solomon been there or has he just been added? I think he was there. All of them were there. Yeah. Yeah, I know Heard was there. Yeah, but he wasn't there in a coaching role. No. It was like a part-time... Yeah, but he was part of the footy department. Part of the footy department, you know. And what's your talk on... What's your... Th- oh, this is the last time I say it tonight because it sounds fucking wank factor, but what's your thoughts? <laughs> what's your thoughts on uh, James Heard? Um... The talk of uh, him being the coach flabbergasted me. Uh, if if they wanted to employ him as a coach and he wanted to do it, the, there's no reason he couldn't be. As in couldn't get the A-grade good job? Yeah. Well, anyone can be employed, obviously, yeah. as an A-grade job. But yeah. I can't see in any facet, in any scenario, how he could just walk in and coach an A-grade side after being out of the game for 10 years. Kane Corns was bang on. Is it 10 years? Yeah, close to, I think, 10 years. Shizer. Yeah. Um, since Kane... I hate agreeing with Kane Corns, but fuck, the kid's on fire lately with a lot of his stuff. He's like, he goes, he would not be in their top 20 choices. And I, t- I tend to agree. Like, you can go, look, he'll be a good assistant, but you just... No, Caro talking about how they got in there to eventually take over. I don't know who's feeding her that mail, but that can't happen. So no to herd, yeah, big no to herd, and and Mick, we'll say McVeigh, uh, long application, re- regardless of how he performs, McVeigh's in front of herd. Oh, it has to be, yeah, has to be. Which I've got no issue with that. Solomon um, comes highly regarded. Yeah, uh, left the Gold Coast under. Yeah, what happened? Something with Dewey. I don't think him and Dewey got along. Yeah, right. But he left on. So, but there is so many. High regarded assistants at clubs that continually don't get a look in, whether they don't want to do it. Whether you got Adam Kingsley, who seems to apply for every job and doesn't get it. Um, we didn't even interview for the Adelaide job, didn't he? No. Scott Burns, he's been in a lot of clubs. Uh, Robert Harvey, taken over Collingwood, probably heard him in that period. Yep. But he's now, I think, said, ah, I don't want to fucking do it anyway. Yep. But there is plenty of coaches out there. Like so, Alistair Clarkson, you've already said no to. I'm saying no, no I'm, yep. yeah, that's my no. Um, I'll tell you why in a minute too. Oh, we'll talk Clark. Oh, or is that a side? 
That's a side story. Okay. That's, that's my next rant. Not rant. My next. No, um, not rant. This is quality, quality chit chat. Um, Don Pike. Probably a good option. Very good option. There's your. If they want an experienced yeah, coach, yeah, I you think don't need a fucking twenty year premiership experience coach. Yeah. You got a guy who really should have still been coaching at Adelaide. Um, lives in the same city. Lives there. Don't ha- don't have to get him to relocate. Or you do to Blacktown, but which is probably a, a tough sell. When no you're more, no more living at Manly. <laughs> tough sell when you're living at Manly and looking at the beach, the the bikini bums every day to to actual bums. Um, um, what about one who made comment after the game the other night in his presser about Cameron and who? David King reckoned. He was virtually auditioning for the job in the press conference. I've got no idea who you're talking about. Chris Scott. Geelong's Chris Scott? Yeah, yeah. no, the other Chris Scott. <laughs> oh, I they were Brad. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Does he want it? Reckons in his in his press conference he was like, oh, you know, Cameron I suppose moving from great... Moving great to Blacktown from Geelong might be an upgrade. It's not that bad. <laughs> like, um... Uh, he's got the cattle, like the the teams there, and the players are there. That that side's already made. But I've side. got the, but I've got the system. Yeah, ba- basically what Kingy reckoned he said. You look at that list um, of the players they've got, who are all in their prime, with kids coming through, and like the kids, they're, they're not a two and they, seven side, and their kids are bloody like rippers. Yeah. They are not a two and seven side by any stretch. So th- that's what I'm saying. This could be the, the the biggest kiss on the dick for Mark McVeigh that he's ever copped in his life because he's all of a sudden got uh, got an absolute weaponry at his disposal that maybe hasn't been deployed properly. Uh, and and so someone like Coniglio, he hasn't been playing on the ball. No. Now he's a, he he played his best footy on the ball as a on, on baller. All of a sudden, he puts him on the ball, rotating through again with Kelly, and fuck, they start winning a lot of contested footy, and the issue still the forward lines quite, but spa- uh, quite sparse. Bare. Sparse, I was going to say sparse. Um, but look, we could sit on GWS all night because I still think they are a they are hundred percent a top eight side that's not in the eight. Well, still talking coaching. What's your uh Watch your Clarkson thing, or do you Clarko. want to talk, talk about something else in coaching? I don't, I don't think Clarko um, is going to be in any of those two clubs. I think. Uh, which the other one? Huh? What, so GWS or GWS and Gold Coast? <laughs> yep. I don't think he's going to be there. And this is not. This is just my. Well, I've said before, Dewey's one of his boys, so he's not going to go be in the negotiating to. I'll take over at the Gold Coast. Yeah, but, and, and by the way, yeah, you're just about to sack one of me boys. Before we go on to Clarko, the thing about the Gold Coast situation is Stuart Jew needs to have a fair run. And we've got to stop sacking coaches after a couple of years when they're taking over as a rebuild. Kingy had a really good um, thing a few weeks ago about rebuild coaches, how they never survive. They yep. start the process, the board, everyone never has enough patience for it. Yep. They sack them. Someone comes in and says, here we go. Just, just like at Jew, Richmond. Yeah. When when the board held their nerve and said no, Hardwick's a man, or and whether it was the board or or just uh, um, Collingwood did it with, with Brendan 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 Gale. Gale. Collingwood did it and got it with uh, with um, got to a grand final, but Gold kick, Coast got to a grand final. He's a kick away from being a premiership coach. coach. Yeah, um, but Stewie Jew has got his side playing good footy, and they've just they've had, had the best fortnight in their history. I know their history's. Mostly a shambles, and it's not very long, but it is the best fortnight. Not just their fortnight, the wins they've had. They've beaten Sydney in Sydney. Yep. They've now been in the last fortnight. Frio, who was on a six-game winning streak. Yeah, that's their last fortnight. That's what I was getting at. And they've beaten Carlton, who's oh, yeah. in the top four. Yeah. So that's three of the, the pretty three pretty good scouts. Three pretty good scouts are all top four sides or three, top five. Sides. Three weeks ago, I thought Sydney were the only mob that could challenge Melbourne for the flag. <laughs> What, forgot about Brisbane. Who? Forgot about Brisbane. Um, so Gold Coast, the, the talk of the talk of Dewey uh, getting overtaken by 
um, Clarko needs to stop because he's he's got these guys tight, and it's going to be good to see how they go because they always fade off. They've gen- they've generally fade off. Well, there off was certain talk in a Melbourne paper in the last two days that Drew's about to get a two year extension, and it'll happen w- happen within days. Fuck, that's huge if they do that. I think that's a bit of a risk, but. I mean, if they fall off a cliff here and win one more game for the rest of the year, the pressure would be on. But I still think you've got to stick fat with a guy who's, what's this, his fourth year? Like a coach needs, especially the coach up there. Every coach they've ever had, they've gone three or four years, no, nah, we need to move on. No, you can't with the, with, with the fucking environment up there, the, the, the way it goes about, you can't give them three or four years and then say, nah, fuck it, we move on. You can't. You can't you just get back to square one, yeah, and, you, and, exactly. and you're three or four years behind. And when a, and when a coach goes, players go. So you got a good leader, Took Took Miller up there playing good footy again. You got some good young kids coming through, and uh, they'll get another good. They might not get a good hand anymore in the draft because they. Who knows if they make the eight? That's the story of the year. Yeah. Um, so that's why that's my rule out for Clarko there, but I don't think Clarko's going through this too for number one reason. Everyone knows he's out spruiking Tazzy because he's a Tazzy boy. Is he a Tazzy boy? No, he's from Canova. Canova. What, what's his whole affiliation with Tazzy? He just wants him in there. Uh, well, he was Hawthorne's coach and their major sponsor was the Tazzy Tourism Commission. Yeah. So, still, that's, he's, he's, so, so he's spent time in Tazzy at Hawthorne Games. So Tazzy have employed him as the face of the bid for a game? or Yeah, that, all right. effectively. Now, if you're the AFL and you're getting all this... Pressure for Tassie. They're going to build a stadium. They go, right, Clarko. You're the face of the uh, the pro-Tassie bandwagon. Yep. We'll do your deal. We'll give you that licence. But. you ain't got to coach them. Yeah, right. That means you may not coach in 2022, uh, 2023. How long does it take to build a side for an AFL? How long were the other two sides? They were announced quite early on before they actually entered the leagues. Yeah, they had a junior squad... Then a year, like but it could uh, under eighteen, but under eighteen squad, yeah. uh, VFL squad, and that's also building up a brand before you start. Whereas I don't yeah. think you're going to have to do that with Tassie. It's not as it, not as required. Yeah. They if they they if they because you're a football market, yeah. straight up and so if they say right, we're going to give you a license for 2024. You take over this club now, and you start and you build it. You you pick your players. You start bringing your players over from other clubs. Whether they can field a side in twenty twenty three, I don't know. I don't think so because of the footy rights. I reckon the footy rights has got one more year, so they can't give a license for a team next year. I think they have to wait to because the rights are going to change how many games are played. Well, no, it doesn't change how many games are played in, unless you bring in two teams, which I, they're not going to do. Yeah. So, um, if they Big, say because if you bring in one team, there's just a buy, so they'll be exactly the same. There'll be nine games a weekend. AFL don't want to buy. No one wants to buy. Well, but, but, but we ha- we have buys. But it wouldn't be the worst thing because we have split rounds. And yeah, shit. we have it's split right rounds because part of the CBA is every club has to have a buy. Yeah, but you, you want to be the club the club that has a buy in round two, play one week and buy. You have you a go. buy in round one. Yeah, and then because someone does, yeah. and then you play twenty two straight games. They're not mm. going to do that. So yeah. anyway, we're getting a bit sidetracked, but I believe that's where Clarko. Could be going. Uh, right, you want to... We'll, we'll give you the licence, we'll give you the funding, you build that stadium, but Clarko, you got to coach them. And you got to coach them for five years. you got to do a real long tenure. you got to be the face of it for a long time and build it up. What about the What about the rumour that he's just bought a house at Grange? Yeah, that's the rumour we've heard for a while. And yeah. Maybe he's just a smart man and knows where to put his money because... Uh, SA's the best market for a house at the moment compared to the rest of the country, so yeah. maybe it is just that. But I, And it's not as, not I, as, I not as if he very, needs to... I was also very bullish on him being Port's coach next year, and that's who they should they should be going for him and Hardwick. But they won four in a row. They could play finals, and Ken might survive again. Which, for some yeah. reason, the Port fans hate. Like, if your club's winning, who gives a fuck who's coaching? But <laughs> anyway... Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that is where Clarko could end up. Whether he does or doesn't, doesn't matter whether I'm right or wrong. Doesn't matter whether we give a fuck. But if we get it, <laughs> will everyone know about it? Up. Speaking of Tasmania, yes. Um, just quietly, did you see the Jack Jumpers 
rise from imagination to NBL domination in a matter of one season? I did. Isn't that incredible? It was incredible, and we were going to have someone on tonight uh, that could have made me spoken a bit more about the Jack Jumpers. The mayor of Mount Gambia. Yeah. Not the, not the actual mayor, but... Uh, oh, the, uh, the face of the town. Probably yeah. does more than and the actual the, mayor does. And the president, president of the local basketball side down in the mountain. Mount Gambia. Pioneers. Pioneers. But, uh, but he decided not to turn up after I'd set the mic up for him and... Power had of the pussy, mate. Power of the pussy. Um, no, no, I think he'd had a couple, cu- couple of beers at the parkside this afternoon. And might have. Yeah, you know, actually, do you know it's been fucking me off all, all day and yesterday and since Sunday that we haven't spoken about. No. The bump and tribunal and tackle—it's this fucking topic every week and it never, ever, ever will go away. The inconsistency of the AFL tribunal never. Never ceases to amaze. Well, we had two incidents in one game, and you and me had a little bit of a how's that? Hey, doing, mate? About it. The yep. first one was Liam Ryan. Now, uh, uh, I was I watched that incident. Just I bumped the bloke in the head. He looked at his head. He went, "I'm going to hit you in the head," and he did. Yep. Hey, Phil, go. Oh, fuck. We got to protect the head. Protect the head. Protect the head. Protect the head. One week. Fuck, fuck off. off. Fuck. Off. Yep. Should have been three weeks. That sends a message. Yep. Then you got Chandler, who's run down... Um, oh, I don't even know who he knocked out. But he chased him I don't down. know, but he was... He chased him from behind, he did the big jumping tackle, and in the process did what everyone is told to do. And we've been ready to us. He pinned both arms. Was it, was it Clark? The bloke that debuted a couple of weeks earlier? Well, I'm not. I don't <laughs> think so. Um, but his head's cannoned into the turf. They've given him two weeks for a tackle. For a tackle. Now you said it was double motion. I say, suck my balls. That was not a double motion. That was just a kid who's just come on. He's been the sub. He's trying to impress and goes, "I'm going to attack this footy. I'm going to attack this guy and tackle him." In that speed of football, you have no decision. You have no way. Of changing that outcome if you have to chase after a guy and tackle him and he changes direction and you grab him and bring him to ground, his head hits the turf. Once again, this is a physical 360 game of football. Combative. People are going to get hit. And get hurt. Accidentally. And there was absolutely nothing Chandler could do to stop what happened apart from not tackling him and letting him run off. And how do you reckon his coach would would have handed him not tackling him? Hey Matt, I um, we noticed that you let him run off and he kicked a goal. Now look, I'm I'm a bit disappointed that he kicked a goal, but I'm, I'm very proud that you didn't elect to to tackle him, bring him ground, and injure his head. No, that is not how the fucking discussion would have gone. It would have been you have to chase and bring him down and not let him kick the goal. Instead, the kid's going to spend two weeks on the sideline. Yeah, for a tackle. For a tackle. For a legal tackle. For a legal tackle. Now, either fucking take tackling and bumping out of the game and we play touch footy because that is still... It will still have head height. There will still be head injuries. It's still You're not... You're not going to stop it. still not the uh, tribunal decision or or, minimize, or minimize MRO decision that gave me yeah. the shit. Still haven't mentioned it. Who? Tom Lynch. Oh, yeah. So that, that, that did, he's dead set Teflon. You can hit one. You can, you can fend off in the face one week. Next week, you can't. Next like week you can, next just week you can't. Like if it, if the head is sacrosanct, like they say, well, make it that way. Like, and we always speak about it. they always suspend the outcome, not the action. Yeah. All right. So if uh, if Chandler's tackle doesn't knock him out, he just goes and gets up and runs off. He doesn't have two weeks on the sidelines. Yeah. Like the old little fucking blood, bullshit. Because the little blood nut that can't lose a game, because. Because he's got a tough melon. Who? Oh, Bowie, ba- ba- yeah. yeah. See, now, if Bowie's knocked out, if ba- or if he's concussed and he it, gets up in he his He just day, rubbed his cheekbone and, yeah. and played on. But he's a, yeah, because he's built, built of granite, he gets one week. No, no, that's the one that should have got more weeks. 
Liam Ryan should have got three or four weeks on pure decision, action. He was frustrated that he had a cunt of a game. He had three or four kicks. He saw him and goes, fuck you. I'm going to hit you in the head. I'm going to take out some frustration. Sorry, you can spend a month on the sideline. Not the guy that chased the the bloke down and just tackled him. I'm sorry, I'm fucking fuming at it because it's the the Tom Lynch one. When when you got Jarman Impey running in to tackle him. Mm. And like, like, did you see the bloke's head when he was coming off? Oh, yeah. There's claret everywhere. Like, he's opened him up. He's. He's fended off with an elbow and it's just play on because he plays for the darling of the league. Go and get fucked. <laughs> the darling of the league. Oh. Oh, we, 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 we could sit and get angry now. I don't, I don't want to go to bed tonight angry, so maybe we should end this on a good note. Okay. Any, any good notes you want to end on? Let, let's finish on something nice. What happened in the AFL this week that you loved? Go on, putting you under the pump. There's got to be something there. Uh, for the second time in a fortnight, Tex Walker kicked the first goal of the game. Oh, I messaged you straight away too, going, did you have money on it? Like, Damn straight I did. So that's two weeks in a row. So that's your your big thing. Yeah, so I had 20, 20 at nine bucks the first week. Yeah. And I had 50 at 9.75. You put a pineapple week. on it? Yeah. Fucking hell. Printing money at the mate, are you? No. No, but I, I had me collect the first week, so I was, I was playing with theirs. My, uh, my, my great thing I saw on the weekend. Actually, there's two. Adam Trelaw going out against his old side and going, get fucked, get fucked, get fucked, get fucked. I'm going to bring my own get ball. Fuck, get fucked, get fucked, get fucked. Uh, try and catch me, can't catch me, kick a goal. Oh, I'm beating the shit out of you. And a few memes were popping out going, when you get 38 touches, kick three goals... And you get paid by the team you've just belted. <laughs> so it would just... He would have been driving home that night, driving home from Telstra home going... Oh. You know that scene at the end of that movie with Will Smith about the stockbroker guy who couldn't get a job? And he's like, this, the pursuit of happiness. This is happiness. That's Trelaw wouldn't driving be, home after belting the shit out Wouldn't of you it. actually be rocking up to training the next day and going, ah... Uh, does any thanks? Any Hello. thanks? Hello. You're not playing. You're not playing me. Uh. <laughs> the other one. Tell you obviously what, I'd love someone to go now, Nathan. Now that you severed your contract ties with Collingwood, what happened? What happened? What happened? I think I think he's been pretty open. Pretty open on what happened. They were. Oh, fucked, and they needed to offload someone, and he was the... <laughs> the Ned guy had come through and just... Just fucked the club and left. And they're still... they're still. I think they're still in all sorts for uh, for uh, for financial reasons, but we can talk about that a And your later. second your second thing of the weekend? My second one. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll do a couple, actually. Chol at Gold Coast. Oh, was four, brilliant. four goals. It was... It was what... Is literally I watched the first I was watching that game and it was actually a highly entertaining game for a wet weather Gold Coast Frio game. He's entertaining, but seeing him, he's as good below his knees as he is above, and he's actually got a great kick when you see him kick yep. through that footy. It was brilliant to watch, and he's a he's gone back up there as a good prize recruit, and, and they're that, getting good return on and, him, and and a great recruit. Yeah, like a bloke that yeah I'll come. He's and a, he's a he's a. Queensland Queenslander, boy. yeah. So he's, he's come home and uh, he's got a real good, um, real good crew around him up there. He's got young Jai, one of the Scotch lads. He's uh, they're always Snapchatting him in the car and everything. But uh, yeah, I think he's just great to watch at the moment. And I think Richmond are probably looking at that going, "Fuck, that's one that got away." We knew yeah, what it could be, but we ha- we just didn't have room yeah, for him in the yeah. side yet. And but they're the type of blokes that Gold Coast need to recruit. Mm. Like, and my final thing, I will go on as it was happy. Okay. You alluded to it earlier. Go St Kilda knocking off Geelong. Had no idea that had happened Geelong until te- last night. Teetering on falling out the eight. And you know what that means. Uh, your prediction might come true or something. I said into the eight is Fremantle and Carlton. Yep. And out is Essendon and Geelong. <laughs> Keep an eye out, people. Jeez, I hope the Bombers and the Cats come back because this will be unbearable. <laughs> 
ready for bed. Will Will Geelong's woes continue? Yeah. What portal knock them off at Cadinia Park this week? Yep. Oh, be good odds too, I reckon. Oh. Last time they did that, I reckon, was when Dom Cassisi. I was going to say, goal. Dom Cassisi kicked that goal late. We will see. We'll see on Saturday. Mm. Good chatting again, mate. Yeah. It was. Actually, it was good chatting with you tonight. Yeah. I haven't seen in a few days, so we've actually had stuff to talk about. Yeah. We can't actually talk on the phone anymore. We go, ah! Save it! Save it for the potty. Well, good night, everyone, and uh, good night, good morning. It could be good morning when you're listening to it, so good morning, guys. Uh, but right now... It's a good night to you, Danny. Night, Caesar. <laughs>